All right, are you ready? Yes. Okay, Real Estate Winners Club episode number one. How exciting. And today we have Rochelle Parent. Thanks for coming on. Of course, thanks for having me. So Rochelle, you have an incredible story in real estate just so far. I mean, it's gonna be exciting to see where you go with things, but I want I want to hear your real estate story even before you started with the team. Like, how did you get into it? What 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 got you into it? And where did you come from? Yeah, it's funny because I when I was thinking back to it, I actually um, bought my first house when I was twenty one, and we just felt like we needed to get into the market, and we were making good salaries at the time, and so we bought up in Innisfil. Okay. And uh, we bought new construction. And to go through that process as a 21-year-old was quite stressful. That is young. Yeah. Um, but also, there was so many moments where we didn't have the proper guidance or we didn't know what questions to ask. And so that kind of started me down the journey. Um, we eventually sold that house where we should have kept it as an investment property. Like, there was just so many things that yeah. we learned from that experience. And then... In 2004, I actually got my license um, then, but I found that... So you were actually licensed back in 2004? Yeah. Holy smokes, okay. My husband is, now as we see how things play out, yeah, he's like, come on. Yeah, it's longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when I got my license in 2004, I thought, you know what, this is going to give me the freedom and flexibility to raise my family, yeah. and, and I was incorrect. Um, it was... <laughs> It was too hard. Like I had two babies under one and to do all of that and then have a, a real estate career was just, it was just too hard. And so we let it go and I didn't get, and I let my license go and let everything go. And then, um, I didn't even know that. So you let it, had to let it lapse because yeah. you were focused on other things and then obviously came back into the real estate sphere more recently. Exactly. And I remember it was, um, so how I heard about the team is um, I actually had met Cheryl at an open house. Okay. And Cheryl Maceo. Yeah. And then she, I was like, we're going to buy this house. And it was so great. And then we won in competition. And unfortunately, everything kind of fell apart after that. So the deal fell through. Right. And we ended up buying with Cheryl the house that we're in now. And um, so that's how I was then introduced to the team and then back into Cheryl's sphere. Okay. And I was like, man, I really love all the things that she has going on. And Cheryl Maciel's a, a monster. Right. A great like, operator. Powerhouse. And so I'm like, you know what? She can do it. I can do it. Let's let's see how this goes. And then I never did anything about it. And then I saw the ad um, on Indeed for Inside Sales. Okay. So I messaged Cheryl. I said, what is this about? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I have no idea. It's new. And I said, well, I think I'd like to apply for it. She's like, oh, you should. I'll tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the rest is, that brings us to today. Well, that's not the whole story. <laughs> uh, because you were like an absolute rock star ISA. So you you were among, you know, at, at most, I would say maybe three other ISAs. Yeah. Um, but you were, you know, kind of took on a leadership, not kind of, you took on a leadership role among the ISAs. Um and then that helped you kind of transition into real estate. Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what it was, though, is like I say and real estate, like it's it's all a mindset. And so for me, knowing that it was a numbers game right up front, if I made 4,400 dials every single month and then I talked to, 
you know, let's say 25 people every single day. It was going to give me two appointments every day. It was going to give me two deals. Like it just was a machine that worked yeah. really well. And um, so it was that. And then um, during 2020, actually, I had my best year as an ISA when I did over 30 deals. So uh, while other people were struggling, I was calling people and connecting and saying like, how are you? And do you need anything? And yeah. like, can I drop something off for you? We have a, a, a aging population and they were f afraid. And so I just reached out to them every time I could and, you know, connected. And that folks is the job. <laughs> that is the whole real estate job. You're yeah. doing everything, but you weren't licensed at this point. Right. You, you, your license, you had gone away from it and then you were, you know, it was kind of on the back burner. Yeah, exactly. And so then one day I realized like, I'm making all these calls and I'm doing all of this work and I would love to like connect with people and meet with them. And, and then I would have feedback saying like, Oh, they were hoping that you would be at the appointment that. with us. And I'm like, Where's Oh, Michelle? Yes. This random person. Yes. And, yes. and that was it. And I thought, you know what? I should probably take the plunge. And it was super scary, like to go from a steady paycheck yes. and like, the security of it and like I loved what I did yeah to then to make that leap but oh my gosh like thank god I did well from what from what I saw the whole time you were in that ISA position you were doing all the the tough work that agents have a tough time getting to and what I saw was you kind of pulling this slingshot back 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 mm. so that when you dove into real estate it was just like kapow yeah. let's go and I think it did help, too, because it built credibility in my own sphere. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I had already been working with that. our team. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was just, like, the natural progression, mm -hmm. like, of what's next. Like, mm -hmm. I remember my first listing was $2.3 which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. But they had full faith. They are like, well, but you've been in real estate for so long. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, yeah, okay. So it worked out really yeah, well. Yeah, it wasn't like you were showing up to that appointment cold. I mean, you had... 20 years almost of real estate experience at that point, right? Yeah. And and also, like, I love connecting with people. So these people I've connected with, even now I have clients that I connected with in 2019. Yes. Yeah, and they're yeah. still with me and we chat all the time and connect and text and, you know. So that is definitely my my journey is really all of the connections that I've built on this path, right? So let's go, okay, ISA is coming to a close. I'm transitioning to an agent. Yeah. So at this point, it's it's beginning of 22? Uh, 20, I got licensed in November of 2021. 2021. Yeah, just before Jamaica. So we do your onboarding, kind of, because, I mean, you're already acquainted with our systems. So 2022 really was your first start. So yeah. paint the picture for how that started. It was so crazy because my very first day licensed. Tough market. Yes, yes, tough market. Um, my very first day, I posted a picture on my Instagram and said like, yay, I'm a licensed agent now or whatever. And then that one of my friends reached out and said, oh, can you take me to see this house in Aldershot? And I was like, sure. I don't know how to show it. From an Instagram post? Yeah. Wow. And okay. so I, I... First Instagram post as an agent. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so I went and I took her. And I uh, had no idea what I was doing. Like, it was really... And I was so honest about it, though. Right? Um, I think that's... I, I don't uh, fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not about that. I'm about honest and transparent. And so I was like, I'm not really sure how this is going to go, but thank you for being my guinea pig. Yeah. And she laughed. And 
Um, anyway, so that night she said, can you write an offer? <laughs> My first day in real estate, I was like, oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, luckily we have a team. Thank yeah. gosh, because I needed that help and um, writing the offer. And I ended up writing 30 offers with her. Oh, this is those clients. Okay, yeah. I remember the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 offers, and then we finally got the deal. Um, but what was great was it was like a crash course of activity, right? Like I was showing five, six houses a day yeah. back yeah. then. Well, you, can... you just learn the ropes when you're doing that kind of work. And so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I really got good at how offers work and how to build relationships with the agents. And, yeah, yeah. Right? So then I started figuring all of the psychology of the offers out and that got and that's really well and that was we say it's a tough it was a tough market but that was when you're doing you were up against 15 20 25 offers yeah. in our marketplace so yeah you had to write sometimes three or five offers a week and one might go through yes yeah. exactly and so i think at the time at that beginning i had done six deals in 45 days like in my first 45 days of real estate i had done six deals six deals 45 days yeah it was a lot and it was it was so fun like and that's the thing like there was no pressure of i need to make my calls i need to earn money i need to like there was not a i need to yeah. it was like let's take a step back and really figure out why i'm doing this and when you focus on the why and not the how that's really what propels you to get up every single day that is a great point it's something it's tough to keep a focus on you know you have, you have to know why you're doing this thing yeah it's not about i just want to make x amount of dollars no. it's i want to help people yeah. or i want to get to this point in my life i yeah. want to get people to this point in their lives yes and that's that is what makes you stand out from other agents starting out in the business you had a very clear idea mm -hmm. of what it was that you wanted to accomplish and once you had that in place everything else you know you sort that out along the way it's not it's not yeah. that complicated it was it was that you had the opportunity to, well, there's 80,000 agents in our, in our province, right? Yes. So do all of them come into this profession with the right intention, the right integrity, the right drive, like the right mindset? Like, not, no, the answer is no. So what I wanted to do was actually protect our seniors from agents who are coming in without having that right reason. Right. And so that's really what got me started with this, um, because I'm like, no, I my job is to protect our community from agents who are not being on the up and up. So I'm sure if there are agents that are new to the business that are hearing what you're, you're saying, they're thinking, God, how could I, how could I replicate that? How can mm -hmm. I go out do six deals in 45 days? I don't think you can replicate it because you have a very unconventional way of of doing business mm -hmm. now. When I say unconventional, you can repeat the same thing. I can't, but you know how to go and network and meet these people and and find people that you know need your certain style of help in real estate. Yeah. But is there anything that you can point to that you do differently that maybe somebody can add to their toolbox? Um, I think one of the biggest things that I do is is the connection part. Like mm. I become best friends with every single person that I meet every time, and and fully like with integrity because I love, I love them. I'm like, how can I help you with this transaction? Like, so it's that piece. Like I actually, I 
I did a deal in uh, January where my clients moved from Waterdown out to past Peter's Corners. Okay. And um, so it was his birthday and I missed it by like six days. I called him and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I missed your birthday by like six days. Which no agent does. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's like you're, what did he say? Something like, my friends missed it, but if you miss it, Rochelle, then it's game over. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. But that's that's the key, right? That That's the difference. If you add that one extra connection to people or you add like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. They People train to say, like so many coaches will say, don't ever ask how people are because no, everybody knows you don't care anyways. It's not a very genuine question. Right. It's just a conversation starter. But when I say it, I think like people can feel that that genuine side of me. Well, like I actually do care. Well, and I'm always hearing stories of you. Well, I, I went and signed the listing paperwork with this client and we were crying together and we yes. were hugging it out, yeah. which is so the opposite of my style of selling, <laughs> which is much more stoic. But, <laughs> but it works for you fantastically. It and works. your clients love you for it. Yeah. The, and the, that's what they need. And the other day, like, um, I went and I showed a property in Port Dover. Yes. And while I was saying goodbye to my clients, the listing agent happened to show up and she was like, oh, how did it go? I said, great, actually, we're going to write an offer. And she's like, well, great. Did you want to come over to my place? I live just down the street. The listing agent. Yeah. You can come over to my place and you can write the offer and uh, we'll have a cup of tea. That's never happened to me. (laughs) So, of course, I said yes. Like of course I said yes, and that's that's just enjoying what you do. Yeah, like you're you know you're not taking the call from the listing agent thinking, oh, how can I get this quickly over so I can move on to the next thing. You're thinking, no. you know, this is a new person I get to meet and speak to on the phone yeah. and see what they're all about. Yes, and that's why they're inviting you over. And that networking with agents is unimportant as it may seem to many. Look at where it's gotten you. I agree. Yeah. I like um, there's a couple of people that I just did deals with now. And they have become like great friends of mine yeah. where I'll send them memes on text, like as yeah. a joke, yeah. you know, and I never knew them up until six days ago. And now we're like best friends. And we've totally gotten away from that since, yeah. since COVID, you know, all the emails are done. All the offers are done by email. Some of my dad's best friends are from back in the day in real estate, people he just traded with in the industry. Mm nobody's really making that many friends out in real estate or if yeah. they are I'm I'm not privy to it but yeah. you you are and that's 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 kind of a niche maybe that you're filling in the marketplace I think it's important to trust the person that you're doing this deal with mm-hmm. right to have open lines of communication to you know reach out and say like uh, today I had to be like hey can you leave your christmas lights like little yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. right yeah. yeah but if I was a dick they're going to say no. Yeah. But yeah. instead, he's like, of course, Rochelle, absolutely. Let me just call my clients. I'm sure it'll be no problem. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I think that there's this fine line between, like, being super professional and also caring so deeply. Yeah. So, so where do you go from here? What's, what's this year looking like for you? You know, we're, we're in a market where the transactions in our marketplace are down something like 20%. I'm not sure what the June numbers are, but up until May, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has 2023 been for you so far? Amazing. Uh, so I already blew out 2022 yes. by far. Yes. Um, 
So that is great. But And I was just actually sharing this with a couple of team members on our team um, before I came here with you. And they were saying like, well, Rochelle, aren't you afraid of like the summer being slow? Or aren't you afraid mm -hmm. about the economy going to shit? Or aren't you afraid about what is going to happen when the interest rates do go down? If they are going to go down in the fall, are you going to be like, you know, not busy or so busy? If or they go up. If they, no, if they go down in the fall. Oh, Like, yeah, and then you're yeah, yeah. like, we're back busy and we're writing 30 mm -hmm, offers mm -hmm. again. And my answer was, why would... Why would I be afraid of that? I have no control over what happens outside. I love that. I only can control my own activity, for one. But two, I always feel like it's if you think that it's a bad time to sell a house, it's a bad time. And if you think it's a great time to sell a house, it's a great time. Yeah. Like, the bottom line is I'm my whole intention is to help our community and everybody's life is so different. So whether the economy is up or down or interest rates are up or down, my intent is still there and the people see that. And that brings us right back to the why. Yeah. Your internal why. You don't care if the interest rates are going up or down or if there are sales or no sales. I mean, there are always sales in real estate. There are always people having the best year of their life in real estate in a down market yeah. or the worst year of their life in an up market. Yes. But you have a focus on what's important to you and what yeah. your mission is in real estate beyond just the financial right. aspect of it. Well, and I saw a, part, or, um, a post the other day, Ricky Carew said, like, he does a lot of deals out in Georgia and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was saying, like, uh, they actually saw the first positive month in May mm. in the United States. And somebody commented underneath saying, well, nobody can afford to buy a house in this market. And he said, <laughs> well, that's weird because people buy houses every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? So it's all perspective. If you think that this is a bad time, it's a bad time. Yeah. But if you think like, okay, well, my job is to help other people and it's a great time and it's a great time for them specifically, mm -hmm. then it's great. Like that's, it's a mindset, it's, right? It's all, it's all mindset. Yeah. And that's the easiest thing to forget about in this business. Yeah. So what happens now? Um, well, I, I think that. Well, we are June 23rd today. Where are you at in terms of where you set out to be? Like, are you close to your goal? Are you tracking to your goal? Um, so I had a very lofty goal this year. And it's funny because and I think that this is a really important thing to say. Like some people will set goals that are un, that are realistic to their skill set and yeah. level at that moment. And then there's some people that way overshoot their goals. I actually, I took my, what I thought would be a realistic goal. And then I added 20%. Which I remember. then I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I held the faith that it would. And also I said that I will be at 75% of my goal by July 1st. There's some kind of DNA in my body that really hinders summer working. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love summer so much. So I yeah. knew that if I had 75% of my goal done by July 1st, that I would be set. Yeah. And I hit 76% of my goal like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Well, you have a very real possibility of getting to 100% yeah. if, if the cards fall in your favor, so to speak, in the next few days. That is exactly right. Like last night at 7.30, I had a client call and said, hey, can you show me this house? It's uh, They're open to preemptives. And um, 
so I'd like to go. I said, yeah, absolutely, let's go. What's the address? He tells me it's in Brantford. <laughs> and I'm like, it's 7.30 at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I held, right, yeah. to what I said I was going to do when I got in the car and I said, okay, I'll see you in 45. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I did a showing at 8.45 last night um, because I also, I saw this um, mutual friend of ours, she put a thing out saying like, summer doesn't mean that the real estate season is closed. It just means that now we have extended hours because yeah. there's more daylight. <laughs> Which That's is, true. Right. Like, I mean, it's much harder to get out to a showing at eight o'clock in the middle of winter. Exactly. I never thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So now like I was out or I started showing that house at 845 yesterday and we were done at 930. It was a 45 minute showing and it just started getting dark and it, it was fine. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because you just did one of the biggest transactions on the team, I think in the team's history, it was $6.5 million. I don't yeah. want to get too into the nitty gritty of it, yeah. but I mean, that's a huge transaction. And the reason why I wanted to bring it up with you is because when agents get close to those kinds of big numbers, they get spooked, meaning, mm. you know, I'm not worthy or this client's smarter than me or, you know, I should really stick to under a million or that kind of thing. Yeah. What, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? Is that even worth thinking about or how did you navigate that? Yeah, I had that too. Yeah. I definitely had that when, um, so this particular person um, came in with only her email address. Right, I remember, yeah. So I only had... And it was a weird lead source that we never have seen, I exactly. think. So exactly. So I had emailed her and said, you know, I saw that you were interested in one of our properties and love to connect with you. Nothing for three weeks. So then she finally emailed me back, and I was like, oh, okay. So then I kind of went into, you know, what I can help her with and that kind of thing. Being now, was that after specialist. one email? Was that after... One email. Yeah. So the first one I said, did you want to see? And then the second email I said, like, you know, we are rural specialists and these are the things that we do. And, you know, we have a lot of properties that are rural. And she took two weeks then to respond back. So now we're talking like six, seven, eight weeks, something like that. Yeah. That I only three emails Looking had transpired. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then she emailed me back, and then I finally said on the third email, like, is it okay if I have your cell phone number just yeah. so that we can, like, actually chat? Yeah. yeah. And so that's how it started. But what was so interesting is that when I went to the very first showing, she had said to me, like, oh, can you show me where the well and septic are? Okay. Like, no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. Where are they? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's 100 acres. Yeah, yeah. How could I know? Like, I, I don't know. And I mm -hmm. said that. I'm like, I, I'm not really sure, but I can find out. Yeah. And then she says, well, where are the lot lines? Hmm. Um, well, I, I'm not really sure, but I can find out. Now I'm starting, like, that self-doubt is huge. Yeah, yeah. Then she says something like, so do you know what the deal is with the farmer? And I'm like, she knows there's some deal with the farmer before going there. Well, because every property, if you're not maintaining the land, like the farmer will come in and do all of it, but then you get the tax credit. They had some credit. They had a farmer tenant right. agreement. Okay, yeah. So then I was like, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> and but then the self doubt came. So this was house number one, and I was bombing it completely. Right. So then we get in the car separate, and I'm talking to myself, and I'm like you are better than that. Yeah. That yeah. is not your forte, 
right? That that can be found on a piece of paper. Right. But you need to connect with them as humans. That's so true. You know, it's so easy to lean on these factual things and think, you know, I mean, that's important, the, the, sure. the service aspect of it. But Absolutely. it's, I don't know, is it even 20%? Like the whole thing is a relationship that, which yeah. I know this is where you're going to in your, yeah. in your spiel here. So I'll let you go. But that's, but that's right. Like I, so I, I didn't print off the information or I didn't ask the agent ahead of time. Well, we had five houses that we wanted to see. Right. Yeah. And this particular lady, if I had known at that time, she is more about a feeling than a statistic. Right. So it really had nothing to do with where the septic was. They actually just wanted to put in a pool. Well, another big <laughs> another big point here is this is your first time out with this client who started yeah. with an only an email. You got her cell phone. But your first outing with this client, you're looking at was it five properties or six properties? Yeah. So that first property didn't go so well. Did not. But you had five more opportunities <laughs> to kind of redeem yourself. Yes. M many cases, somebody, an, an agent might, you know, try for just one showing just to size them up and see how it goes. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it would be much more like that could have been dead in the water after one property. Totally. So we, yeah, we had five. And, um, yeah, so in between one and two, I'm like, give your head a shake. Like, you are just going to become best friends with them, and that's how this is going to work. Yeah, like, yeah. you, they just will feel that. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Like, and then I'm, like, doing the self-talk and the self-affirmations, like, yeah, and all of this, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I get to the second one, and I'm pretty sure I shit the bed on that one, too. And I'm like, okay, Rochelle, you got this. Like, you know, we got to figure it out by house number three. Yeah. Didn't do it. Um, it was house number five. And I know exactly the moment we were standing in the kitchen and we were talking about something. And I said to them, my daughter's actually in Israel right now because it's part of her degree program at Carleton. Okay. And immediately the mom turned around to me and had a conversation about that. Finally. And I'm like, I'm in. We're open. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay. <laughs> so that, five long showing. Yes. And then we started going out again and again. And um, it was probably like a month or five weeks of like showings almost every day. Yeah. Walking acreages and uh, going from like Milton, Oakville, all the way to almost Brantford. Um, but then it was one day where I knew I was good because we were standing in front of a window overlooking the pasture. There was three horses out there. They were sitting there eating grass. Okay. And I looked over at my, my friend. I'm like literally calling her that now. Like I looked over <laughs> to my friend and I said to her, I'm like, so when you guys get this property and you happen to come home and you see me in my 1984 nylon weaved chair reading a book with yeah. the horses don't even just wave and just keep <laughs> driving right and, I, and i'm like because well, like now we're best friends so like now it's fine and she's like rochelle of course we're best friends and of course you can do that yeah and then she's like but make sure you have two basket weave chairs yeah 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 right and then <laughs> Good i was for like you. Oh. That's awesome. but that was the moment it wasn't the moment when i knew where the, the septic was or, no yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that. Yeah. It was that moment. The that... personal connection. Yeah. 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 And, you know, honestly, that's one of my bigger weaknesses. I'm so factual. I'm always, you know, I, the septic's here. Well, it's here. Do you like me now? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it takes like, you know, 45 showings to get into somebody's good books going that route. But I think that you are going to attract the people that need to hear the facts. 
And yeah, and yeah, there's there's different personality types. Right. So, some may not click. So, and that's one of the biggest things that I'm helping our buyer agents with right now is like they're like, well, they don't want to work with me, and I'm like, but that's okay because maybe you guys wouldn't click. Yeah, it's like dating. It's totally you know, like just dating. because somebody's buying a house doesn't mean you have to work with them. No, there are many fish in the sea. And you have to look in the mirror and say, you know, am I doing this person a disservice by trying to wedge myself yeah. into their buying process, even though I'm not really, I don't think anybody's getting the warm and fuzzies here. Right. And I think that one of the biggest things too, is that when you hold something so tightly, like let's say you want to make a hundred grand this year and you need to, because you have to pay your bills or yeah. whatever that is. And you hold that so tightly, you forget that it's okay that maybe you guys aren't going to be friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like it's, it's that desperation, that scarcity that people hold on to, um, that they don't see that it's okay, that maybe they're going to find another agent that really aligns with who they are as humans. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. I want to go back to something that you said. So you said when I'm, you know, helping the buyer agents on the team. Mm. So reverse a little bit. So you were an ISA and that started in real estate really back at it full time, 20, 22. Yeah. Now, I mean, you had a stellar year and now you're on track to hit your, I mean, you've basically hit your goal and we're just about to go into July. Yeah. That's a fantastic story. And what, what you're doing with that story and with that success, and I only just found out about this a couple weeks ago, like you've got a group where you, I think, do you guys meet every single morning or every, every morning. second morning? Nope. At, every, at what time is it? Eight. 8 a.m. Yeah. And so you guys are meeting on Zoom or is it in person? What, teams. It was Zoom. Now we've moved to Teams. Yeah. yeah. And so what does that entail? So you're taking newer agents that are, you know, having trouble finding a footing in this market. Yeah. And this is a mindset thing or, or is it, it different is, every day? It's Well, it's a couple of things. Like what I found was I was super busy. Like mm -hmm. I'm running around doing all of the things that I'm doing, but I felt like there was people that still wanted to have that focused time with me to ask questions, to talk about scripting, especially um, to say like, well, if I have this scenario, then what would happen and how do I navigate and that kind of thing. So I thought, you know what, the best way for me to still help and be present yeah. is to set a time that's like completely dedicated to these agents who want to have access to me. And so we do it at eight. And it's funny, we're talking about this now because this morning at 8.09, I woke up and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I immediately look and I- That's a big commitment. It is a huge commitment, but I was so proud today because today I like at eight o'clock or 8.09, I looked and it didn't say call the group. It said, join the call. Oh, they were on waiting for you. So that thing's got a life of its own already. Which, how amazing is that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they were on there, they were discussing like this one particular client that they were curious about how they could, you know, help them find their best home. And like, it was, it was like the best moment. Like these are the things, right? It's not yeah. about the money. It's not about that stuff. It's not about hitting goals. It's yeah. about seeing the growth in other people like that. Yeah. Oh my God. That is huge. And huge. they were on the call and I wasn't. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, but we talk about all kinds of things. Mindset for sure is yeah. a big deal. Um, and I have guest speakers that come on as well, like okay. um, like business coaches, life coaches, spiritual like spirituality coaches, like all kinds of things. Um, 
and a lot of it is like scripting and scenarios okay. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, at the most, I think we had 18 join our call last Wednesday. was like 18. 18? Yeah. Jeez, that's three. Cheryl Maciel was yeah. on my call. Yeah. <laughs> the top dog. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's the thing. Like it now has a life of its own. So people just love coming on and connecting. And like, they were like, well, my hair's not done. And I'm in my, like I, today I was literally laying down yeah. on my pillow yeah. chatting. No, yeah. Nobody cares. It's a great way to start. And that's like a really quick turnaround, starting in real estate and then instantly giving right back to people that are, you know, were in your yeah. position not that long ago. I think mindset is a big thing. And so because I started my professional and personal development in 2015, um, I'm able to give that part back, mm-hmm. right? Having such a clear and steady focus. Um, and I remember when my journey started, and this could probably help some agents as well. I remember I went to go see a seven-figure income earner, and I asked them, can you tell me the secret of how to become a millionaire? Because I just want all the money. Like, I just want all the money, right? Yeah. Um, This was when I first started my journey. And she said to me three things. She says, these are the three things that you need to work on. And until you do that, you'll never be wealthy. Okay? And those three things was vision, gratitude, and belief. Belief in yourself, belief in your team, and belief in our... Um, in our industry. Wow. That's the three things. Wow. And I see you taking those three things and putting them right in your pocket and going to work with them yeah. every single day. Every single day without fail. But now I'm instilling those three things in our new agents as well because I think it's super important. That is great. Yeah. Well, look, thank you so much. That's You're a welcome. whole bunch of great stuff to, to, to come from you and it's been amazing to watch your success Thanks. in the industry. And here's to... You know, a fantastic rest of the year and and the best career in real estate. Yes, thanks. Okay, Rochelle, that'll do.